we are on the brink of a mental health crisis. And this is why I am so appreciative of the folks over at BetterHelp. They provide the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, and affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. Sign up today. Go to BetterHelp.com and use the promo code Solving Healthcare and get 10% off sign-up fees. COVID has affected us all, and with all the negativity surrounding it, it's often hard to find the positive. One of the blessings it has given us is the opportunity to build an avenue for creating change, starting right here in our community. Discussing topics that affect us most, such as racism in healthcare, maintaining a positive mindset, creating change, the importance of advocacy, and the many lessons we have all learned from COVID. If you or your organization are interested in speaking engagements, send a message to quadcast99 at gmail.com, reach out on Facebook at Quadcast, or online at drquadjo.ca. Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Quadjo Caramante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Qualcast Nation, welcome back. We have another exciting episode with Michelle Paris from the Wild Collective. Why is she on the show? Number one, she's an amazing human being, naturopath physician that's changing the boogie. How she's changing the boogie? By introducing group health, looking at ways that you as a, a, a patient or client, being in a group setting to be able to learn off each other, have that shared experience, talk about ways of getting collectively healthier, almost being a, a uh, cheering section for each other just makes so much sense, especially when we ha- we have so many shortages and issues in healthcare right now. So really excited about this. Uh, you're going to enjoy this episode before jumping on though. I want you to go to quadcast.substack.com. That's our new newsletter. That's our, where all our information is. I'm talking podcasts, videos of our episodes, vlogs, blogs, the latest and the greatest on healthcare solutions right on one spot. So you got to jump on the train, baby. Jump on the train. All right. So without further ado, Michelle Paris. Quarkast Nation. As usual, we got an exciting guest. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm going to go ahead and even call Michelle a friend that we, we met at the Impact Live event and was very kind in terms of her messaging, but also reached out and expressed some of the amazing stuff she is doing with Wild Collective. And I think, honestly, can transform how we approach medicine and and really, uh, as we like to say, change the boogie. So without further ado, Michelle Paris, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I am really excited to connect with you and, um, grateful to call you a friend actually you've been so inspiring to me so i it's uh it's a wonderful opportunity to be here oh that's very kind and 
but I mean, but this is all about you. Like, like, so you started the wild collective, your, your background in naturopathic medicine. Yeah. So maybe tell us just a bit of your background and how you landed in producing this amazing initiative. I often say our mess is our message, isn't it? So, <laughs> you know, it, it goes as far back as really struggling as a young girl of uh, feeling that, you know, magical experience of belongingness, always having a difficult time as a young girl to to belong and to feel like I fit in somewhere. So that that really, I guess, primed what was the natural evolution of this. But I, I fell into naturopathic medicine largely through learning the power of food and nutrition. And for the first time at that point, really learned what it meant to belong um, with a bunch of people who are like-minded. And all of a sudden I felt very capable and very uh, happy and satisfied with life. And and that was something that stuck with me, those moments. And uh, seven years into clinical practice as a naturopathic doctor, loving, very successful practice, loving who I was serving, but feeling really dissatisfied with the consistency of results. And at the same time, there was like this growing body of information of all of these, you know, health ramifications of social social isolation and loneliness, and um, it being the leading cause of um, all-cause mortality and all of these things. And I, I really felt like I was failing my patients First of all, I didn't really have a screening process for loneliness, and then I didn't have support for them on the other side of that. And I think it was really all of these moments that culminated this motivation in, in for me to solve this problem for my patients. And through that, we we created this closed group experience where there's enough time created to not only empower and teach women about body literacy and how to prioritize their health and why these things, they need to think critically and be the co-creators of their health with their healthcare providers, but also give them the benefits of community medicine and all of the beautiful consequences or side effects that happen when you engage in a community. And what started to happen, what started as a very small project, um, turned into a global mission because I really do think this is how we can impact healthcare in a meaningful way, how we can alleviate um, a lot of the burden on, burden on the system is if we are able to disseminate health information that we know is important, if people knew how important it was to prioritize their health or create metabolic flexibility or understand nutrition, then they could start to take radical responsibility for the health and start to co-create that with their one-on-one providers and really start to alleviate the system. And there's many studies that have demonstrated that that's possible, that there are, you know, clinics in the U.S. that are leveraging this, that you have to go through a group program first. And then Dr. Mark Hyman's a great example. 80% of those cohort that go through that group program don't actually require his care at the end of it. So, so much of what we do, we can really empower people to do on their own and they don't necessarily require one-on-one care. And for me, this was really exciting. But I think the other things too, is that I, we spent a lot of time in educating ourselves on all these obstacles secure, the things that get in our way. And I I don't think we actually have enough time in one-on-one care to unpack what those could possibly be. Maybe it's not feeling um, connected in our relationships or unfulfilled in our work. We don't necessarily have mission and purpose that drive our day. And these are huge drivers to overall well-being. And they need to be understood and we need to take responsibility for them in order to be 
like transformed in that healthcare experience. And I think, I think group health does that beautifully. So that was a lot, but that's what I'm doing. No, but that's good. <laughs> that's good. And it, it paints a beautiful picture, Michelle. So, so maybe give us a sense of what are common topics that come up or what common uh, ailments that you see, like who, who, what's the typical person that comes to, to see you? I know this is everyone always wants us to define this. Um, I really want to reach every woman, but I would say women come to us, you know, typically because they're interested in learning more. They most women who are interested in something like this have been told by someone that everything looks fine, but they don't feel fine. Mm. So usually there's some kind of overwhelm, anxiety, stress, burnout, maybe a hormonal symptom as a result or insomnia or they're aware that there's a, you know, low thyroid situation happening. And that's what's really prompted them to explore naturopathic medicine and get more curious about that root cause piece. And then I think what ultimately gets them interested and what has created a a whole access to a different type of, of health education is once they understand what we're doing in a, in a group health setting. So not only are we helping them understand you know, optimal ranges for blood work results or other areas to explore. I think you do a good job of highlighting this, but, you know, for many people who are just learning this, you know, it's never just one symptom or one, like one one system of the body that is going on, right? Like they are, they're all, they're all interconnected. So I think when we're looking at things in a very condensed way and we're not expanding and helping people like widen the lens on what could be going on. I think health information helps individuals do that. So we can talk about maybe the reason they came in is that they had hot flashes, but if we can educate them on, you know, how their nutrition might be impacting that or how their stress levels might be contributing to that. I think that's what really creates a lot of interest for women to want to learn that. I, I think the people that we tend to attract is they they want to know this information and they feel so overwhelmed by the content on Google. I think what keeps them fascinated and why they stay in this type of work is that we like to expand the conversation and take it one step further and really start to unpack those other um, obstacles that might be getting in the way or where they're feeling like mystified. There's so many women out there that are like, I don't know why I keep gaining weight and it's not making sense. When we start to really go a little bit deeper and look at different concepts of like speaking our truth and trusting our intuition and just digging a little bit deeper, how our relationships are actually affecting our physical health. I think we start to make it a bit more rich and um, interesting for them because now they start to see all of the ways that they may have ended up in this dysfunctional health state. And I think there is this growing curiosity to want to understand that. Um, I think we serve a lot of people if we're being super honest and it's probably not the thing that they come forward with, but they feel like they've checked all the boxes and they still feel quite unfulfilled or dissatisfied. And that probably comes from being lonely or not actually being like purpose driven. Hmm. And so I think we tried to create a health information. It's so like so we've done tried to do so many things, but we attract people by t- educating them on their health and their body. And then we take it one step further and really get them to step into that space of also taking radical responsibility for those day-to-day things that are 
negatively impacting their health. Mm. And it must be, I would imagine in a group setting then that people like you, you learn off each other. Like you, like, like I'm curious, do they like in one group, does the group specifically have common complaints or do you just, it's just, you know, a random amount of women, like six women, you put them in one group or is it a common, a a common issue that they want to address? Like, how do you, how do you determine Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. So I think you can do it a number of ways. And I think this is being successfully done in both of those fashions. So for us, we've been more about how, like we're a very fundamental foundational program for women. So there's a non-specific attraction to it. Not We're not like, oh, here we are for autoimmunity. Those mm. groups do happen and they're fabulous because it gives you that opportunity to really niche down in the types of conversations you want to have. I think what I've learned from doing this for the last seven years is that there always is that uh, unifying universal um, normalization of the human experience that happens in any group that you're in. And so I think this can work in either capacity of, you know, is there a specific condition that one is drawn to this group for, or are you there because you want to become more empowered in your health and you want to take that radical responsibility that next step and be in this space if you know we all hear you you become the five people you spend most of your time with if you start to go into that like-minded health conscious community how do we use things um that will naturally make those habits easier to embody Mm -hmm. i mean and like you i don't know i just see it also as like you you're almost like a team when you're in a group. You 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 want to encourage each other, don't want to let each other down, and so you got that automatic cheering squad telling you like, "Let's go." My mm-hmm. two frustrations in one-on-one practice were lack of support for my patients and lack of really understanding what we were doing, what why we were doing their their treatment plan. And that's exactly it. It's there's that let's go energy that's happening in that group. I remember so many patients would leave my office and they'd be like, I'm so excited. Like you've made, you've given me so much hope. I I see why this is important. I really want to execute on this plan. And then they'd come back for their six week follow-up. They're like, my husband wasn't in full support. I don't want to cook all these different meals that, 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 like all the excuses it becomes really difficult to adhere to any plan as brilliant as it is if we lack the social support in order to override the discomfort of change and transformation. It's incredibly difficult. So when we actually provide the community that has that go, 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 rah, rah, rah support, but not only that, the safe space to be like, I'm really struggling today. Mm-hmm. I don't really love this ketogenic approach. I I'm today. I'm really hungry. I'm missing cookies, whatever you have this group. That's like, I understand. I see you. I am you. And you've got this, you can make this one more day. And all of a sudden it doesn't feel so hard to learn these new habits because you're in a space that actually supports and understands you. And it becomes a lot less scary or overwhelming when you're in that kind of health inspired space. I mean, you're, you're selling it. You're definitely selling it because, <laughs> you know, I, we're in a stage where we got to think about healthcare delivery, you know, and in ways of thinking outside the box here because our current models and, and system 
aren't serving enough of the public. And what you're proposing is ways of, of addressing more patients in a group setting that maybe, as you said, is more effective because of all the things you stated. So I, I think that, that to me also is what, what's exciting about it is that this could be a model that we should be doing at scale. And mm-hmm. I guess one of my questions for you is, do you feel like the women that see you, do they, like, I almost wish they would, see, people would start seeing, or utilizing this technique before they have problems even. Do you know what I mean? But is it fair to say that when they see you, there's already some significant issues that they want to address? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Where we perfectly fit in is in that preventative phase. That's what we were well trained to talk about and educate and empower on. It's like where we're very well suited in healthcare. Unfortunately, as it stands still, because we're we're fighting against a system and everyone is so um primed in that way. We all think a certain way with, with respect to how healthcare delivery happens and how we navigate through the system, that this is still quite a disruptive thought. And so even when they're ending up in our in our one-on-one practice, typically there is something going on and it's well progressed. It's well beyond the preventative phase. What I'm seeing, and now we've created teen programs, um, mother-daughter mm. programs, because uh, we too see the potential. Like what if you had this information from the start. And I really do believe, and I've said this to you and I'll be so bold, like, please, I would love to support in any way. I do think this is a very viable solution that fits the gaps that are currently missing. If we're talking about disparity in healthcare access to uh, health information, you know, a lot of the criticism with extended healthcare, um, visits are, you know, not everyone can access and afford that. Well, group health really helps to solve that problem as well. So how do we get this fabulous information that we now know in terms of um, education, nutrition, lifestyle, intervention, stress reduction, all of these tools? Well, that can be disseminated in a very affordable fashion in in a large group setting. Mm -hmm. And when people have access to the information, they desire to take radical responsibility for their health. They feel supported by the collective and therefore now they can alleviate a system that is on the brink of collapse that is struggling to keep up with the pace and people are co-creating their own health and they are under, they understand the role that they play. And that's not currently the paradigm we exist in. And that was a frustration of mine, even as a naturopathic doctor, we were still often, you know, viewed as green allopaths. Like they still wanted the supplement. I still met that resistance at the very end of my one-on-one practice. You know, there were people like, Michelle, I just came to you for the supplement. I didn't want you to talk to me about all the things. It's (laughs) like, well, I'm sorry. I can't unsee what I know now. Absolutely. And, and what, in terms of like uh, some of the nitty gritty of the programs, because you alluded to the, you know, the, the idea that you have like mother daughter programs, for example, and and all these, like two, two questions, like what are the programs available and like, what's the structure? Like, is it all naturopathic physician uh, doctors that will, 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 uh, run the program or do you have like facilitators like walk me through how you you walk uh how you navigate through this yeah so we have a 10 module fundamental like foundational program that everyone goes through 
that is delivered by anyone who is educated enough to articulate the fundamentals of health. So under a good, healthy understanding of physiology, um, symptom expression, how that shows up in our body, testing um, options, and then natural interventions. So we have collaborated with mostly naturopathic doctors. We have functional medicine doctors. We have MDs in the U.S. who are um, teaching and educating the Wild Collective. We have uh, very well educated holistic nutritionists that are also capable. We have pelvic floor physios that we've partnered up with, and they teach it as um, their whole clinic delivers certain modules. So their naturopath delivers a thyroid module. They, you know, right. So we we've seen all ways in which this program could be used and it runs as a closed group because for me, the connection piece, like once that piece was well established in my mind that that was what we really needed. I didn't want it to be open in indoor. I really wanted them to create a very strong social group that was going to support them through that. So they these sessions occur either once a month or twice a month or every week. They're two hours in duration. We spend 50% in of the time in connection. So we, ha- we ask very um, curated questions that are going to stimulate a very uh, high level health conscious conversation that will also normalize their own human human experience just through the absorption of like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Her story is so similar to mine. Like, yeah, there's just this wonderful thing that happens when people start to share and open up. Um, I, that part to me is so fascinating. That has always ended up being my favorite part is, you know, we spend so much time talking about the big T trauma, little T trauma, all these things that get in the way you know, we can be really accelerated through a lot of those and freed of a lot of the things that we carry when we hear someone's story so similar to our own and they overcame it and they didn't have to hold on to it. Like there's just so much power and value in the story sharing part. And then we spend the other 50% in curriculum and and health education. Um, And at the end of that, then they can move to other levels should they want to continue on. But that is the part that, you know, we're now making available globally because we just want to help as many women as possible. We know that what we have is really valuable. We know that it's responsible for really consistent health transformation and um, man, just like really helping women step up in their own life and, and leading others that we just wanted to make sure that whoever was capable was it was in the hands of those people and they were teaching it beautiful beautiful so like i'm I'm curious you know in one of the sessions like when you say you ask one of these standardized questions to be able to get people to open up do you have an example of that not to put you on the spot or whatever but yeah do you have an example of something to get people to open up yeah so I'll walk you through a, a little bit of it. So we start off with our our hormone module, which tends to be the most popular. We we teach we teach women about cyclical living and how we're di- we're fundamentally different at, at our different phases of our menstrual cycle. And so we will open up the circle talking about you know like what has your experience been like, you know, if you could define it in a couple of words, like just like open up the circle, very open-ended questions. We then move to the detoxification module. We talk all about our body's natural capacity to detoxify all the systems of detoxification. And we start to get the questions and start to get a little more interesting. So then we, we open up the floor with, you know, what are some other things that you need to detox from? And I always say, you know, you can say very simple things like you're aware of 
alcohol consumption or gluten, but you could also be very aware that there are certain relationships, you know, that are no longer serving you, or there are certain parts of your life, you know, or habits that are getting in the way of you living your most aligned life. And what you're really trying to do is just open up that safe space. And I think where we've been very successful is as facilitators, we see ourselves as equal. So we're equally sharing and we're setting the tone of what's safe in that space and then leaving it totally open for them to make their own connections. Because what's really beautiful is you never really what's no, know how profound the transformation is on the inside of what, from what they're hearing and receiving and what's going on as a result of that information sharing. And it's usually quite profound. So we really try and de- tie in concepts of intuition and divine feminine with that question asking period. So the next one is is my thyroid and we have a beautiful thyroid module, but we also start talking about, do you speak your truth and where maybe is a situation where you were unsuccessful and what was the consequence or what was a situation where you were successful and what was the consequence? And we really start to open up these concepts of like, oh my gosh, if I'm holding all this in, how is this impacting my health? And we really start to tie these pieces together for them so that they realize that they're holding on to things that are no longer serving them. And there has to be some safe space for them for that to move through them so that they can really get to the real obstacles that are getting in their way of their health. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, certainly you, you highlight the mind body connection in terms of, uh, you know, how we, we need to heal, which is, which is grand. And, you know, I, I, I it's, it makes sense too when you hear similar experiences from you, like how, how that can, you know, validate, it could, it could just make the experience of that much more real. This sounds really good. Like, and, and like in terms of the other pro, I think I asked, did I ask this about, you said like you have a mother daughter program. Is there any other kind of unique programs that you are? We have mother daughter. We have teen, we have, and then teen unknown. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you got perimenopause. Mm-hmm. And menopause, yeah. And menopause. What's your most popular one? Our fundamental one is our most established. So I'd say that is the most popular. And now we're stepping into like, you know, here's the thing. For me, Sorry, this which is one is like the most a, popular? The like wild collective, like uh, the base yeah, 10 the base module. One? Okay. Yeah. But, and I'll say, I, in my mind, I have this like, just, you know, Pollyanna, like everybody just like gets along. I really thought that this would just attract women no matter what, a diversity of age, diversity of background. And that uh, necessarily wasn't the case. And that's why we now are targeting certain audiences to help bring them in. Uh, age is a big one for women. And hmm. so we had to create the perimenopause, menopause, not like there's slightly different content, of course, that needs to be delivered, but more the real obstacle is that aging women don't necessarily feel celebrated or safe to join where there are younger women. And it was a real obstacle for me. And I was like, if, if it's going to be a barrier, then we have to find a different way to reach them. Mm. Yeah. No, the answer came from, from them. Yeah. The answers definitely came from them. Interesting. So where, where do you, where, what's the big picture vision then? Like, like you've alluded to, you know, the, like the scaling up of such and the globalization of, 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 of this all, like the wild collective. And I must say, as, as you alluded to the idea that 
it could be affordable, scalable, all these things make it very attractive. But where where do you, if you were queen for the, the day, like where would you love to see this go? Yeah, I, if I were the queen for a day, I, there would be a shift. There would be a paradigm shift in our thinking that everyone understood that we did a good enough. We took this responsibility on and I'm happy to take this on that we were advocating and articulating the value of where group health fits in, in the healthcare system, that every person understood that the health, the healthcare experience included community, Mm. that it was like the first step that it was concurrent with our one-on-one care. Cause there were other frustrations as a clinician that, this actually alleviates our discomforts too. Like I was exhausted at the end of my day because I was saying the same things over and over. Here I was trained for strategy and really building out these beautiful plans. And I spent most of my day talking about hydration and protein. It's inefficient. We are way too educated to be hanging out in that space in that capacity. So let's innovate the whole model. I want to disrupt the model and I want every person to understand the value that group has in their health, but also in their life. And I think we would see a, a totally different system and a, and a different health outcome if if that were the articulation. And so my mission, not only moving what we're bringing forward, but really is to stand for group health. The thing that's most difficult, I actually coach and mentor other clinicians now in building their own group programs. So I've seen autoimmunity and Lyme and all these other group programs do amazing. We all head up against the same resistance, which is that we, as a population, as a, as a global population, we don't understand the value of it. It's not the articulation of healthcare. Therefore, we're naturally resistant to it until we've experienced it. And so I would love to, I would love to create a lot of clarity there so that everyone understood the value and they they just prioritize that as part of the health strategy. Mm. That that for me, I think we would change a whole lot with respect to public health and it would be advantageous for everybody. I think it would care for the doctors. I think it would care for public health at a greater scale. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I really that that is what I'm set out to do. And I and I want to be of service in that capacity, however that rolls out. But I think my biggest obstacle is trying to articulate the value to people who have only seen one-on-one care as the only option for health delivery. Well said. Like I I, I reflect back, we did a episode with oh my uh, the name's gonna escape me all of a sudden now that I put it on the spot. But it was on uh, <laughs> it was on social prescribing and the impact that has had on many patients on, on you, you're, you're going to go to a cooking class or a yoga class and, and prescribing that. And I remember leaving that interview saying like, yes, motherfucker, like this is where we need to go. And a lot of the, the, the patients that would be referred, unfortunately are, are deep into their ailments. But I think twofold, like one, leaning on the preventative side at at scale in a group setting, I think is grand. And then also just having care in a group session can be so powerful for the reasons you've mentioned that this is like, it's making me, I, 
the reason I'm sloppy is because I'm thinking at the same time. Like I'm thinking even for our project with uh, metabolic health, like we should be doing, we should make sure, I think it might be in the grant, but we should emphasize the idea of having group sessions for sure. Like adding this as part of the the care package that they'll receive because there's too many, there's too much upside. It's more efficient. Like it's just, it's glorious. I, I agree. Yeah, no, you've convinced me now. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so anything else that you you want to give love to with the Wild Collective? I just want to make sure that we're, we're catching all the magic that you guys are doing. Because like as we say many times on the show, y'all are changing the boogie. And we want to make sure that that boogie gets amplified. So any other initiatives or, or things that you want to highlight, Michelle? I just I just want to emphasize the important the importance of social connection for everybody who's listening and to know because I think there's just been so much impact and impair from the last few years of almost being like you know being strongly encouraged to to socially distance and fully understand why that happened but there's been a lot of impact and our brains are socially wired to connect and this this needs to be something that is a must have it it ought to be prioritized and certainly we'd love to serve you we are always here in the wild collective to direct you wherever is the best fit or, or to welcome you into our community but you know social connection the the power of that with respect to overall health well-being and longevity in terms of even living 8 years longer I mean it's just like such a no-brainer um can be successfully done with one other person in your life. So it, it, for me, what was so exciting is this was a free tool that everyone had access to with respect to health that had a massive impact um, in overall health, well-being, longevity, anti-inflammation, increased satisfaction, decreased risk of anxiety and depression. Like it just is such a powerful tool. And I just, I really, um, I love the work that we're doing and, and you can check out our website. You know, I'll give that to you for, for the show notes. Um, we have facilitators all over the world. We just want to be of service and, and ensure everyone who wants access to this type of healthcare support is able to have it. I really do think it is the future of medicine. And the more that we stand for that and create, we normalize the conversation around that i think the easier buy-in we're going to have and the more people we're going to be able to help so that's really all i have to say and if i can contribute in any way i'm happy to because this really is my life's work now and uh i'm super grateful to to know this information now and to have actually stuck with it long enough to see the power of it um to to be brave enough to to stand for it and continue to scream at the mountaintops for it. So this is great. You've you found your purpose. 100%. And we are certainly glad you you found your purpose. And I and to reinforce like the lack of connection in the last lack of community in the last couple of years has been significant and and so I, I, I could not agree more. Um so thank you Dr. Michelle Paris for coming on the quadcast and please let everybody know where we could get a hold of you. 
Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm most social on Instagram. So you can follow me over at Dr. Michelle uh, Paris. Gee. Sorry, I, I just spoke over you totally over there. At Dr. Michelle Paris. Uh, I was interrupted. So, um, yeah, I love to personally connect. Like I said, and like you said, the consequences over the last few years, if you're if you're looking for resources, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to um, give support. And we, our global site is www.the-wild-collective.com if you want to learn more. Podcast? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> You're coming yeah. on. Uh, I also have a podcast called wild medicine and I think we do a really good do- a job, you know, ex- not only explaining the benefits of, of uh, the wild collective, but community medicine at large. So beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome. I feel, I'm feeling inspired. Yo. Thank you so much for having me. Qualcast Nation, thanks for listening to that episode. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Qualcast. Leave any comments at Qualcast99 at gmail.com. Leave that five-star rating. Do it. Do it. We appreciate you. Go to quadcast.substack.com. Paid membership gets you a membership to Solving Wellness. Gets you access to video content you guys are going to love it subscribe today and y'all stay precious stay beautiful peace